You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Now, of course, in normal times, when you think of Christmas and you're out there, the busy highways and byways doing your shopping, what's that one familiar sign that many of us uh, look forward to? And surely that's got to be uh, the Salvation Army Band. Uh, Well, David Alton, Major David Alton, joins me now. Hello, David. Morning, Blair. Well, a very different uh, Christmas for you and, and all of the folk in the Salvation Army this year, was it not? Oh, absolutely. So much of the outward-facing stuff that uh, is part of Christmas for us was was curtailed or, or didn't happen at all. But we, we found different uh, and new ways to, to get that message of Christmas and that, that celebration of hope and life and light out there into the community. Now, of course, I've mentioned the the band, and, the, and certainly when people are out and about, you know, you're often there, and uh, and the carols are being played, and so on. Yeah. But of course, the other big thing that right through the year for the Salvation Army is the is the caring for the for the poor, feeding the homeless, and all of that sort mm-hmm. of thing. H- have you managed to maintain a level of that, even though we've had all these you know challenges? Oh, absolutely. Our our BH1 project in, in Boscombe is usually a, a project whereby people can come into our premises and have a shower and get clothes washed and, and have a meal and also be pointed to other helping agencies and statutory bodies. We've had to operate through the window, which sounds bizarre, but actually we've still been able to do so much for the community. Usually at, at, uh, at Christmas time, we would be be hosting about 80 or so people on Christmas Day who would be lonely or vulnerable. So this year, for for various reasons, we weren't able to host them in our premises. So before Christmas, uh, a bag of essentials and treats were were distributed to to those who would normally be on their own or be guests of ours on Christmas Day. And uh, it's just been remarkable from the, the help we've received from people like Eastcliff Rotary Club and the, the wonderful Crumbs Project in, in, in Bournemouth. We were able to give treats and, and some lovely things to, to lift their spirit. And, and then, of course, with the homeless and, and those who were in vulnerable housing, um, we were still able to, to distribute food bags, and we're doing that weekly uh, in, in cooperation with the, uh, with the food bank, but we're, we're also doing it ourselves, 70 to 100 bags of of groceries uh, and essentials for people uh, every week and then hot meals for the the 20 or so people that we see who are still uh, on the streets. Um, We're also helping those who are vulnerably housed who are in accommodation temporarily but don't have the the facility for, for too much food. So that work continues apace. I mean, obviously, right at the heart of of Christmas, right at the heart of the of the Christian message, of course, is 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 love, you know, and love taking mm-hmm. Jesus to the cross. But I I guess that right at the heart of of what the Salvation Army has stand being is an army of people who who are who are caring within the communities, of course, that 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 that, that, that your your folk are, are placed. Mm-hmm. And and I guess that that probably speaks much louder than all the words that we may speak on a Sunday, you know, yeah. de- demonstrating. Yeah. Uh, you know that, that absolutely, and of course, yeah. you, you will see more than anybody the the real difference that that makes to to people's lives. Oh, 
I mean, remarkably so. You know, the people are very grateful and very appreciative of what you do. But it's the small things, like like somebody maybe who's dealing with with alcohol addiction, who's been dry for twenty years, and just sort of stands outside our BH H one project, has a, a wee word with some of our our staff and says, "Thank you very much." You know, because I can't go to my AA meetings. I feel quite vulnerable. I feel as though I could slip. And just that, that kind word, that, that gentle conversation, just that expression of, of, of human solidarity and care is, is vitally important. Or, or the people who, who receive toy parcels. I mean, this Christmas time, I reckon we've probably helped in excess of, what, 350 kids uh, with, with, with toys for Christmas. And it's been just joyous to to see people so pleased and, and thankful that they're going to have something to give to their kids. And it's not just the you know the, the parents and, and grandparents who come and receive those things. To be able to talk to social workers and health visitors and people from uh, some of the local schools, um, it, it's just wonderful to know that you're you're expressing that that love and that celebration of of Christ's coming in a in a very tangible way. Yeah, and of course, I mean, that has been reflected in the number of people who are either donating, I mean, you talked about the toys there and food and so on. Mm. But of course, people, oh, yeah. I think over 3,000 people in our local area have come forward to volunteer in one form mm. or another. Have you found that people have been knocking on your door, maybe people that you wouldn't normally have seen coming to ask whether they can give some assistance? Absolutely. I mean, we, we have a, a, a core number of volunteers who help us on Christmas Day every year, as, as well as a, a lovely restaurateur who, who comes and uh, he and his staff actually cook Christmas dinner for us on Christmas Day. But the number of people who have phoned saying, you know, we, we're at a loose end or we want to do something. And of course, with the, some of the restrictions, we, we've not been able to, to, to utilize all of those volunteers. Um, but the volunteers we have been able to, to have, um, packing bags and, and delivering things, uh, it's been really heartening. And the, the wonderful thing is that they're not necessarily people of, of, of faith. Um, they're people who just want to contribute. And do you know what? The Lord works through believers and, and unbelievers yeah, to express his grace and love. So, so we were very pleased to see them. And, and it does the heart good well, to see course. for... You know, I was going to say the general booth would have a smile on his face, wouldn't he, with that, with that last comment that you made? Well, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, God's, God's wonderful redemptive love is at work in, in, in the world, and all we have to do is join him in it. And he, is no, he makes no uh, distinction between the, the, the saint and the sinner for his purposes and, and, and uses, which blows your mind, is, is phenomenal to consider. But it's a truth, it's a reality, isn't it, Blair? It certainly is. Well, that brings us to your first piece of music. Uh, I've chosen Ron Canoli singing it, but do you want to introduce it? Oh, great. Yeah, it's, it's just this idea that in the midst of everything that's going on in the, the concerns and the fears and the disruption of a pandemic, that we can draw faith from the ancient of days, our eternal God who stands beyond time and space, and we, we just need to, to trust in his purpose and his plan and, and know that he's in this with us. And that's why I, I chose that, that wonderful song, Blessing and Honour, Glory and Power, Be Unto the Ancient of Days. 
Well, that's a great track, The Ancient of Days there, as sung by uh, Ron Cannoli, and of course, chosen by Major David Alton, who uh, heads up uh, the work with his wife at uh, the Boscombe Corps of the Salvation uh, Army. In terms of, of, of actual, you know, the core meeting and what what would normally happen on, on a Sunday, David, uh, how, how has that been impacting you? Have you, have you? I mean, right, obviously right at the first lockdown, churches weren't able to meet at all and, yep. and, and lots of people went online. Did you do the same? We did exactly the same. We've uh, been putting our services, uh, our Sunday meetings on, on uh, YouTube and we've had a, a, a wonderful response from not only our own members, but from folk from far, far afield who have, have tuned in week on week. And, I mean, we started uh, our, our meetings quite tentatively, and the, the, the two uh, folk who are particularly uh, technologically minded, they, they keep saying that you know, they've grown in, in understanding and creativity, and we're so grateful for them because without them, we wouldn't have been able to put things together. But it's... Uh, it, it's still slightly odd, you know, preaching to a to a camera, uh, and uh, and you have to imagine folks sitting in the seats. We had a, a lovely thing just between Christmas and, and New Year. We we actually performed a, a wedding. <laughs> we had a, a marriage ceremony in the hall, very limited under very controlled circumstances. But I got to preach to real people, Blair. It was just incredible <laughs> just to have a response back from people. Um, but folk have been very appreciative and, and, and very uh, positive in, in what we've tried to, to be able to do. I mean, of course, uh, we, uh, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you, you touched there on, on marriage, but of course, whenever, I, I love your term, you know, promote it to glory, you know, when, so, when somebody within the core passes on, you talk about being promote, promoted to glory. But I guess that, that obviously f- weddings and funerals and all those normal celebrations have had to be very, very, very different. I guess, yeah. particularly with funerals, with people not being able to have a celebration of a life, it, that must have been very difficult for some. Absolutely, and you know, to have the small numbers uh, present at, at funerals, um, it has been so sad because you know the wider the wider community, the wider wider congregation and family would want to uh, to say farewell and celebrate the individual's life, and uh, and yet I have to say, you know, the, the the message of hope of of salvation, the message of something greater and bigger in the purposes of God. Has has been all the more pertinent to the the, the, the times that we're we're living through, and, and I guess too, you know, we've seen a, a, a greater interest in, in in spirituality in in the things of God. Uh, folk are looking for meaning at the moment, and, and and the church has been greatly blessed by technology and all the other means that we have at our disposal to get the the message of Jesus out there. You know, sometimes we focus on all the things we can't do and all the things we've lost and all the things we're prevented from doing but then we we, we need to take a, another look and look at the the, the wonderful opportunities and, and the, the wonderful uh, gifts that we're able to draw upon that that, that uh, enable us to to get out there and, and and say stuff and offer people hope and and and, and love um i mean this time of year you know what is it today is epiphany uh, where the wise men uh, rock up to to to, to find the, the the baby Jesus, you know they've been journeying uh, over hill and dale, over unknown territory for so long, and they encounter Jesus, and and it says that they go home differently 
you know, people are travelling over all sorts of unknown territory at the moment with this COVID. And were they to encounter Jesus, they would travel differently away from that experience with with new hope, with with new vision, with new purpose for their lives. And, you know, technology uh, and other means uh, helps us to, to, to make that known for them. Yeah, and sorry, I'm preaching now. <laughs> well, well, do you feel 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 free actually? But it's uh, but it is very encouraging, isn't it? Because I guess that when I mean, every Sunday by Sunday, of course, and then, and obviously if you have, many churches have Bible studies and home groups and so on in the week. We're obviously talking, you know, about the truths of the gospel. But I, I guess that if ever there was a time to flesh that truth out, you know, and to to be light in the world and and hope, it it surely yeah. has to be during these challenging times. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that there are some wonderful biblical perspectives that, that we need to bring. You know, the idea of lament and actually lamenting the things that we've lost or the, the situations that we can't be involved in. Uh, uh, that is a biblical principle. Psalms are full of lament. You know, and, and saying to Christians and saying to the, the, the wider population, we can lament, we can actually ask questions, we can cry in anguish. God is big enough to receive that, and, and we can give you the, the means whereby you can express some of that frustration and some of that, that, that sadness, um, but knowing that ultimately there is hope and, and, and there is, is future in God. Well, of course, your next your next worship song reflects that. You know, sta- uh, standing. I mean, I, I, when I was preparing this, I was thinking, well, of course, God has promised uh, and hasn't promised that, that we won't have troubles or or tribulation and difficulties in the world, but He has promised us that He'll be with us in it. But I'll let you introduce your next song. Uh, well, it's it's uh, Russell Carter's wonderful song, "Standing on the Promises of Christ, My King." And, you know, the, the, when we consider Emmanuel, God with us, was, was promised uh, to the prophets. He was, he was spoken of in the Old Testament. Uh, and suddenly, uh, after all those years, that, that momentum started to build as, as Mary had the announcement, uh, as, as the, uh, the, they traveled to, to Bethlehem and the shepherds came and the angel announced and the kings uh, heard the good news too. You know, that, that, that momentum meant that God was delivering on those promises. And, of course, you know, delivers ultimately on those promises in, in the life and crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. And we can have that promise of Emmanuel with us. That, that's just, you know, just one huge phenomenal promise. But then so many of the other promises made by God in Scripture gladden the heart and are made perfect in Jesus and we can stand on those promises whatever our circumstance Well we'll have a listen to the hymn and then I'll nip down to Keith Jones and see what's hot and happening down there and then we'll come back for a, okay. for, for a final chat but and this is Standing Wonderful. on the Promises of God Standing on the promises of Christ our King Through eternal ages let his praises ring Glory in the highest I will shout and sing Standing on the promises of God Standing, standing Standing on the promises of God my Savior Standing 
You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Major David Alton, who heads up the, the work of Boscan Salvation Army. And we've been talking all morning about uh, well, the, the different Christmas that we both had. Of course, you, you had a bit of COVID in the family, David, didn't you? Same as me. That's that's right. Our uh, our grandson, who's only uh, nine months old, uh, had COVID, um, but he uh, he's coming out of the the end of, of that. And thankfully, uh, children so young, it doesn't affect their their respiratory uh, tract in the, in the same way. But it was quite a concern for us. His parents are Salvation Army officers, ministers down in in Plymouth. And so, so they had all the busyness of Christmas with some of the, the, the concern and the isolation that they had to go through at a very crucial time of year. But by God's grace, uh, they were able to, to get through that and, and serve the community that they're part of down there in, in Plymouth. Yeah, my, my oldest son, I, I got a, with his wife as well, and they were, they were both very poorly with it. But we had to do the self-isolation thing, you know. And I actually, mm-hmm. I had the experience of going, coming your way, actually. I went to the test centre in Boscombe and Hawkswood Road. And, oh, yes. uh, and did they did the test? I don't know whether you, you've done one of those tests, David. Have no. you? Uh, oh well, I, I was quite an experience. I'm, I could do a program on it, you know. But uh, but, <laughs> but very very efficient. And and actually, I got my results back uh, on Boxing Day, just a couple of days afterwards. And uh, fortunately, uh, was was clear. But I mean, obviously, with all the stuff on, on the news and everything at the moment, you know, they're saying that one in fifty is carrying the virus and intimating that maybe this lockdown may even go into to March and. Even even to the extent that next winter we might, to some degree, have to still be in lockdown. With all, all this obviously generates fear in people. I mean, as somebody who's counselling folk all the time, David, what, how, how would you recommend that people deal with all this uncertainty and, and any fear that they find rising? I think in the first instance, it is a matter of acknowledging it. You know, we can pretend that it isn't happening and we, we can pretend that everything's fine. But actually, just to acknowledge something of the way that we're feeling and, and identify it and name it, I, I think that's a, a really wonderful thing to be able to do. And then bring that to the Lord in prayer. You know, and, and sometimes uh, prayer is about speaking out our concerns and fears and bringing them to God. Sometimes prayer is about sitting in the choir and just allowing him to minister to us. But I think also, you know, coming to the Word of God daily and just imbibing the word of God and, and taking those promises that were sung about in that that previous song that we heard um, to our hearts. You know, at, at the moment, uh, we've been uh, just dwelling on, on that, that wonderful thing from, from, from Proverbs 3, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. But in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. You know, just recognizing that we don't understand the situation, we don't know what's going on, um, but we can lean lean on him. I, I think, you know, we all have fears and concerns and, and believers and unbelievers alike. And just to be able to actually come to the Lord and express those and express them to each other as well. You know, we, yeah. we may be uh, apart from each other, but phone calls and what have you and, and coming together in some way just to, to share is so important, which is why something like Hope FM is, is of, of vital you know, importance to the 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 the, uh, the wider community. Just that that 
seeking connection and being part of something that, that's bigger than ourselves. Yeah, well, funny enough, I just had an email from a person who, who lives on their own, sort of expressing that, you know, that we're really thanking us for being a bit of a lifeline. But of course, we're a lifeline mm. because of people like you, David, who come on the radio and mm. share, you know. Oh. I mean, the other thing, of course, is I think that one of the, I think, very heartening things about all of this has been the fact that people have been so kind, looking out for other people, for their neighbours, you know, mm. for, for, for particularly those who are lonely and isolated. It, 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 I mean, it sometimes takes darkest moments, doesn't it, to bring the best out in people? Absolutely. I mean, we, we were part of the, uh, the, 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 the project of, you know, saying, go and sing some carols on your street. Um, and, and we stood outside our, our own uh, front door singing carols with, with folk uh, down our street singing carols. And you're thinking, just that simple act of, of coming together as community, um, it has just been a, a, a real blessing. And the, the number of folk who've knocked on the door here at the Salvation Army and said, I've got some stuff. Um, here's some toys, here's some food. Or, or people who have, have been kind enough to make donations um, who just say, I want you to go and help the homeless. You know, people's generosity and kindness have, have been overwhelming. And it's a real, it, 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 it's a real uh, um, alternative to, you know, the, the, the uh, footage we see of people panic buying and, and getting stropping in supermarkets and what have you. Yeah. Actually, you know, my experience has been that people have been exceptionally generous and, and have recognised that, you know, our common humanity. Well, as you say, you know, you get the good and the bad, but fortunately, and I think my experience has been the same as yours, that I've seen more good and more things to encourage. And I've understood, really, that oftentimes when people get a bit angry and annoyed, it's because, really, they're under great pressure and, and things are, you know, they're struggling with stuff. And I guess we have to allow some slack for that. That's right. They're not starting where you and I start. You know, we're all starting from different perspectives and different positions. And I think just acknowledging that, recognising that, and, and, and seeking to go forward together, I, I think that's of, of, of real importance. You know, this time of year, the Salvation Army, uh, in line with our, our Methodist uh, heritage, we always have a, an opportunity at the beginning of the year to focus on a, a vision and commitment for the year ahead. And, you know, as in, in traditional Methodism, they use that wonderful prayer of Wesley's, the Covenant Prayer, we, we look at our covenant with God uh, each year individually and as a, as a movement to say, what is it you're wanting of us this Lord, you know, this year, Lord, we want to give ourselves to you. So for, for us, we're looking at our covenant relationship with God this, this year, and we've, we've been helpfully uh, encouraged by our national leaders to, to explore that. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at what it means to be a covenant people, and how you know that that uh, the new covenant in and through Christ uh, can be expressed in our lives, and and that gives us a, a focus beyond ourselves and something to look forward to for the, the the coming year to say this is not forever, this will pass, and we once again will be uh, together and and doing all the things we love to do. It's a bit like the end of Passover, you when right at the end of Passover, and everybody says next year in Jerusalem. You know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we need to have a next year in Jerusalem sort of outlook to say, this is just a lot of local difficulty at the moment. This will pass.
Well, David, thank you so much for joining me on there. And of course, if people wanted to join in with your online stuff, did they access that from your website yep. or your Facebook pages and that sort of they, stuff? They can go to our Facebook page um, or they can simply go on YouTube and put Boscombe Salvation Army me uh, in and uh, our our services are, are put online you know there's a there's a notification that they will uh, come online they they uh, start at 11 o'clock um and are available after that but we we put them on at 11 so that folk have that coming together in worship experience hope fm faith-filled radio